T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Terry Connors, attorney. And uh, Terry, before I uh, get into the specifics, uh, what are your feelings this morning? You know, Joe, you read about these events, these horrific events, and uh, you see them happening in other communities, and you grieve for the families because you know the loss is so great. But then it happens in your own hometown, and all of a sudden, the reality sets in. This is not just a problem that someone else has. This is a problem that we have as well. And, and you know, we're, we're learning more and more um, about the shooter, and obviously the investigations go on. Uh, as we know, this this is a it's being investigated as a hate crime, racially motivated. Uh, what will an investigation? What are investigators looking for? What will be brought to the courtroom uh, in this hate crime uh, charge? Well, the key the key evidence in cases like this is what was in his mind at the time. What was his intent? That doesn't matter whether it's federal or state. It focuses on his intent. So they'll look at his actions prior to and leading up to the horrific killings. They'll look at his journals, his manifesto. They'll look at his computer searches. They'll search his home thoroughly for evidence that showed some type of a predisposition, some type of a, uh, evidence of his hate, evidence of his disdain for other, other cultures, for other uh, segments of our society. And they'll package it all together. Some will be written. Some will be interviews with neighbors or other people where he's made those comments, and it'll all be packaged together to determine whether or not it adds up to a hate crime. Now, we'll obviously also have the you know the first degree murder charge, uh, which he was uh, arraigned on yesterday. What is next with that, and how do these investigations come together uh, in a court of law? So, murder in the first degree is the highest charge in our state system. It's an A one felony, and it carries with it life imprisonment with no opportunity for parole. And while it's a shocking and horrific crime, there's a pretty well-defined method of investigation. At the scene, they collect all the evidence and interview the witnesses. They try to get a statement from the individual. I'm sure that they've been advising him of his Miranda rights and asking him to talk about what he did. And sometimes that happens, and that provides you with a lot of evidence. They then put that evidence together, and you saw what they did immediately. John Flynn's deputies got into Uh, city court within five hours of the event to file the preliminary charges, and that's all they are, to get jurisdiction over him and to make sure he doesn't get released on bail. Then the next step would be the grand jury indictment, and that's going to happen this week early. It'll definitely happen before the felony hearing date of Thursday, because if there's an indictment, he no longer has a right to a felony hearing. So that'll take place, but the investigation will be ongoing. There'll be a number of charges. The fact that he was just charged with one is only preliminary. Ultimately, he'll be charged with as many counts of homicide as they can and counts of assault 
and counts of possession of a dangerous weapon and whatever other penal law crimes fit this particular set of facts and circumstances. Those crimes and those charges will evolve and will be moved across the street from city court to either county court or Supreme Court, and then the case will be put on the trial calendar. That's that was my next question with all these charges and then also the FBI. Does this move to a a federal trial uh, that we are heading for? So the cases will run on parallel paths. There'll be a state prosecution that will be in our state system, either Supreme Court or in county court. But there will be a parallel investigation that will be conducted by the federal agencies, not just the FBI, but the ATF, alcohol, tobacco, and firearms as well. They're on the scene now. They're doing their investigation as well. They will look at it from the federal perspective. In other words, is there a federal interest that has to be protected by a prosecution? And my prediction is there will be a federal prosecution as well. That prosecution will be a little different. Some of the elements will be different. But they have the ability, Joe, to ask for the death penalty. This is what's called a death-eligible or a capital-eligible case. But it has to go through a series of steps. It goes down to Washington for the Department of Justice. It has a capital case review that's done by a committee. And ultimately, the Attorney General himself, Merrick Garland, will indicate whether or not he approves prosecution of the case as death penalty. And that's a confidential proceeding. You don't find out about the determination until he advises the local U.S. attorney, in this case Trini Ross, that he will permit a death penalty prosecution. And then it takes off in our federal courts. So at that time, it's something out of the state hands when it comes to especially the sentencing? No, it's run on parallel tracks. Conceivably, he could go to trial in the state system, get the sentence of life in prison without parole. He could go to trial in the federal court system if they authorize death penalty case, and he could be sentenced to the death penalty. Now, in New York State, do we have the death penalty? I've always been kind of cloudy on that one. Yeah, we no longer do. Uh, We had it for a while, but it was declared unconstitutional by our Court of Appeals, and it was never reenacted in our legislation to be applicable to any cases. Instead, the legislative compromise was life without parole, life in jail. Uh, so, Terry, you know, I, I want to go back to the things that are coming out. And again, this is, you know, leaking through in the media and you can only put so much credibility in that. Uh, but as they you know, dig more and more into the shooters past, what if there's stuff on social media, it, we're hearing that there might have been threats at a high school. Uh, does the question start being asked? Why was this kid not on some kind of radar leading up to yesterday? I'm sure all the agencies involved in this particular matter will be asking that question of themselves. They'll look to see whether or not there were flags, there were red flags that should have been picked up earlier. They'll look to see whether or not some of the social media posting foretold this tragedy. Those will all be looked at and procedures will be reviewed. Uh, there, will be, there will be a lot of uh, close scrutiny to what happened before this horrible shooting. And, and yeah. I don't know how to ask this question, but it's something that's been weighing on my mind since I saw it yesterday. Uh, in the courtroom, the, the attorney for the shooter uh, pled not guilty. Uh, what is the thought process of that uh, from a legal standpoint? Yeah, it sounds to be illogical when the crime was caught on tape and when you know there was witnesses and things of that nature. But that's the first stage. It's called the arraignment. And at the arraignment, everyone enters the plea of not guilty. Because at that time, you don't know the full extent of the charges. You don't know the full extent of the punishment available. So it's a matter of course. It's 
automatic. You enter a plea of not guilty. Then you step back and you wait to see what evolves in terms of the charges, what evolves in terms of the punishment possibilities, and what evolves in terms of the options that he may have himself. So it's standard uh, entry a plea of not guilty, and you waive a reading of the information so you'll have an opportunity to do your own investigation. And so just to recap, you said uh, this week we'll see a grand jury, uh, and then also he's going to be in court on Thursday, or is is that not going to happen after the grand jury hearing? Well, you saw how quickly John Flynn jumped on this case. You saw him from the podium say that he had his people working on it, and they put together the charges within a matter of hours. To me, that means that what they're going to do is have their top people presenting evidence to the grand jury to secure an indictment, probably Tuesday at the latest, or Wednesday at the latest, definitely before Thursday. Because once they do that, once that indictment is returned, the lower criminal court, where he was arraigned, loses jurisdiction, and he does not any longer have a right to a felony hearing. And, you know, it's a, it's a good move by the prosecution. It's a good strategy. Why would they want to expose any of their evidence on Thursday that they would have to establish probable cause in a hearing? They don't want to do that just yet. They want to get their uh, everything together, put their, you know, everything in order, and do it the proper way with an indictment. And that's going to happen, I predict, before it went Thursday. Terry Connors, attorney, I appreciate you joining me this Sunday morning. Thanks, Joe. Take care. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 